Yo, 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 JC in the house. Let's introduce my boys. Check it. The Ghost Adventures crew, led by Honky Zack Bacon. Then there's Aaron Goody, Hilarious and Raven. Billy Tally is fierce. Jay a little cutie. Stick him in a crawl space to catch some ghost booty. I miss him, Nick Groff, part of the OG crew, but he ghosted on the bunch. Let's start him something new. So tuck yourself in for a spooky little pod. I'm your host, Lynn, to give my boys a nod. Pump up the spirit box. Obviously. Hello, hello, and welcome to I Love Ghost Adventures, the podcast. I am your host, Lynn, and this is the podcast where I talk about how much I love the show Ghost Adventures, now on Discovery Plus, also on the Travel Channel in reruns. So I was a little behind, as you guys know, it's been a while since I published an episode, so sorry for that. I know there's fans out there and they were looking forward to the next episode. So sorry it's taking me so long. I had um, a busy summer and this last bit was really stressful because I was studying for my licensed clinical social work exam. Didn't really want to talk about it because I was afraid I might not pass, but I passed. So yay, I am now a licensed clinical social worker. Woot woot. So that's exciting. That was a lot of work, and the test was really, really hard, and it was a four-hour test with 170 questions, and I was taking this test, and I studied and studied and studied and studied. I took countless practice tests. I did the online the online practice test that you pay for from the Association of Social Work Board. Still, when I got to the test, it felt like nothing was like what I, what I studied. I, I even did some, like, some study groups with this guy online called Phil, and I think it was really helpful. Well, I thought it was really helpful, but it was like nothing I studied prepared me for this test, it seemed. I mean, I was just getting so discouraged during the test that I almost got up and walked away. Like I almost just was like, screw this. I can't do it. I'm getting so many wrong. I'm pretty sure I'm failing this test. I almost just got up and walked out. But the test itself is $285. And I was like, ugh. If I walk out now, I'm for sure failing and I'm going to have to pay that again because I have to get my license at some point. And I just thought, okay, you just need to calm down. Maybe you're doing better than you think. You don't know. Just finish the test. All you can do, you just got to finish it. So I finished it and I passed. Oh boy, that was exciting. I was like sweating and sweating and sweating. It was pretty intense. So I did that. That was awesome. That was really intense though. And it took me a while to come down from that. And then I had an actual vacation, not just staycation, not a trip where I went to a wedding or a family event or anything like that. It was an actual vacation with my friends and we went to New Orleans and it was fantastic. The only thing I was responsible for was booking the haunted pub crawl, which was super fun. We had a great tour guide. He was the best. His name is Joshua. So if you go to New Orleans, there's ghost city tours, go to the haunted pub crawl. Um, it's, you won't be sorry. It was a lot of fun, but it was really interesting. And we went to a lot of fun haunted places. Okay. So on to ghost adventures. So we're now talking about season 25, episode one. This is episode 53 of I Love Ghost Adventures, the podcast. And so we finally got into season 25. I know I'm behind. I'm sorry. I'm behind on everything, but it's October. Halloween's coming up. And I was like, I got to get back into it. And when I watched this episode, I was so happy because it was like coming home again. You know, I was like, yay, I get to see the Ghost Adventures crew. They're so much fun. And I love them so much. And I miss them. And even like the beginning where it's like, 
There are things in this world that people may never understand. Understand. You know, I got to do that again, which was super fun, and uh, I loved it. So it was really great. So this episode was really good as far as evidence. Um, Not a lot of wackiness, which is fine. Not every episode has to have a lot of Ghost Adventures wackiness, but this was a lot of fun. Um, This was the Great Salt Air Curse. So they're at the Great Salt Lake in Salt Lake City, Utah. And apparently there's this big concert venue there called the Salt Air Music Venue Pavilion. Well, it was originally in 1893 was called the Salt Air Pavilion, and it was on the shores of the Great Salt Lake. Well, in its history, this place has had three fires, and the last one was in 1970, where it burned totally down. In 1962, however, before it burned down, they filmed this cult classic film called Carnival of Souls, which looks really creepy and uh, scary. So that was filmed there. And at the beginning of the episode, there was a quote from that film that was on the screen. And it was, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're not going to let me go. Carnival of Souls. So that must be from the movie, clearly. So in the 1980s, they tried to reconstruct the salt air. And they think that now it has, they think now that it has uh, demonic possessions in there, all the workers there apparently don't know what's real and what's not real, if they're talking to a real person or not a real person. And of course, during coronavirus, it has been shut down because you can't be inside in the concert venue. Well, you can be outside. That was another fun thing I got to do is I saw Guns N' Roses at Wrigley Field. It was so much fun. It was outdoors, so I felt okay about it, but it was a great show. Anyway, back to the Salt Air Pavilion. All right, so at the beginning, Zach interviews Miley, an employee of the Salt Air, and they talk about this body that was found on the property or on the shores of the Salt Lake, and they called her Salt Air Sally because she was unknown, and they never found out who she was. And Miley says, you know, Zach's like, well, is this a rare occurrence, you know, that uh, bodies are found on the property? And she's like, oh, we find like one or two a year. And I'm like, one or two a year? And you can see the look on Zach's face. He was had the same reaction. Like, What? That's a lot. That's a lot. Especially for like Salt Lake City, Utah. You wouldn't think there'd be like bodies showing up on the shores of the Great Lake, the Great Salt Lake. But apparently there are. So Zach and Miley go into the green room. There's a green room in the theater that is supposed to be super haunted. There's other ones that aren't so haunted, but this one is the one that's, you know, where they find they have lots of evidence and things. And Miley says that she hears voices a lot when she is in there. So Zach is in there with her and All of a sudden, he starts to feel a drop in temperature. And then the energy in the room starts to intensify. And Zach says he starts to feel a little aggressive. Like he's feeling this aggression that came out of nowhere. So he kind of has to leave. Like he's just like, oh my gosh, I got to get out of here. I'm feeling really aggressive. So Zach has to leave. But he says he's feeling this residual feelings of aggression. And then all of a sudden, his arm starts burning. And he's like, oh my gosh, what's going on with my arm? Apparently he's wearing four layers of clothing. So he has to like take off his jacket and pull up his sleeve to figure out what's happening with his arm. And as we're looking at his arm, like these faint red scratches just appear on his arm. Totally looks like something scratched him down his arm. He said it felt like the burn of poison ivy on his arm. And after a while, just like that, it goes away. So... That's good, but it was scary. And as Zach is standing there, you know, with his arm out, like they're investigating his arm, 
JC's a little mist-like thing come out of Zach. Like just kind of float out of Zach. I saw it too at first. It was really cool. I was like, oh, look at that. And Jay was like, I just saw a mist. And I was like, I did too. That was really cool. So you could totally see it on the camera. It was really neat. So it, yeah, it just floated right out of Zach. And then it seems to go into the women's bathroom. So that, of course, follow it into the women's bathroom. It's like one of those giant public women's bathrooms. So it's not super creepy. And of course, it's abandoned. So there's nobody in there using the bathroom. So they're in there. And Zach starts to feel this aggression again. And so he gets out the tri-field meter and he's looking at the tri-field meter and all of a sudden he hears this little voice. He says it sounds like a little child's voice, a little child shriek or scream. You can hear it on the camera, like it's just a disembodied voice, but I couldn't really tell what it was. It sounded almost like a squeak or I guess it was so high pitched. I didn't, it was very short and you know brief. So to me, it didn't sound like a child's voice to me. It just sounded like a squeak or something, but I wasn't there, so hard for me to say, right? I'm hearing it like third hand through, you know, my computer. So they hear this little voice and then the tri-field meter starts spiking. It's like spike, spike, spike. And uh, Zach is talking to it and things are spiking, spiking, spiking. And they're like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And it's, you know, it's so fun because they're reacting to this piece of equipment that's reacting to whatever's in the room. And it's a lot of fun. And you're like, oh my gosh. So that was cool. So Jay is like, well, have you heard the legend of water babies? And they're like, no, please tell us. You know, Jay always has like background history and legends and curses and rituals and things like that. So Jay's like, okay, so there are these creatures or spirits or whatever they are. They're called, they call them water babies because they take the shape, the shape or the figure of children and they cry or, you know, they act like sad or something. So people will come up to them and be like, oh my gosh, little children in trouble. We must help them. And somehow these water babies then lure these people, unsuspecting adults, into the lake and drown them. So not children, not children, horrible, awful spirits that want to trick you and drown you. So be careful when you are next to the Great Salt Lake and you may think you see children crying and they're not children at all. So maybe just stay away from them or say, does anybody know these children's parents? If so, please come get them because I'm not going near them. Okay. Bye-bye. Something like that. Okay. So the legend of the water babies. So then they go into the pavilion or the concert venue, whatever they call it, to the grand staircase. It's a really cool giant staircase. It's one of those that kind of branches out uh, two directions, and it's got this awesome curvy banister, and it's really cool looking. And they talk about this paranormal investigator named Vincent, and Vincent's actually there talking to them. But they say they saw this video that Vincent and his crew shot where Vincent, it, they're ghost hunting at the top of the staircase, and you see Vincent's eyes get like super big and like creepy looking, like like very strange. And then all of a sudden he gets pushed down this giant staircase. And it's like one of those windy staircases, right? So he, and it's really hard. And you can they catch it on camera. I mean, not the whole fall, but you see him like tumbling down the stairs and you hear the sound of his like body and his head smacking into the ground. It's really violent. And seemed really painful. And then you see him on the video like, oh my God, my head hurts so bad. I hit it really hard. So that was really intense. 
And so, of course, this grand staircase is a place that they need to be careful and they want to investigate further, right? Okay, so that was this paranormal investigator named Vincent that will come up again later. Oh, when they were investigating, um, Vincent and his crew were investigating, apparently they got a word on the obelisk right before Vincent was pushed down the stairs. They didn't say what that word was. I don't know what it was, but they said they caught a word on the obelisk. All of a sudden, Vincent feels like he's pushed and he's going down. There was a woman that they were talking to named Lydia, who was an eyewitness. She was, I don't know if she was a tour guide or she was just on a tour of the building. And she said that there was this girl on the tour who was provoking the spirits, like, you know, like, come get me. You don't know anything, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I don't know how people provoke spirits, but they're like, yeah, spirit, you're not so tough. Come get me. Right. And then apparently this girl was then pushed down the stairs. So this happens and be nice to spirits. I mean, that's the bottom line. It's like, don't provoke them. You know, they're hanging out where they hang out and they don't want you coming in there being all like, oh, you think you're so tough. Oh, show yours. Come on, show me how tough you are. Blur, blur, blur. You know, sometimes Zach will do things like that. He used to do that a lot more at the beginning. He used to provoke a lot more and be more aggressive. But I think he's learned a lot in these 25 seasons where you don't have to be aggressive and it's dangerous to be aggressive with spirits. Okay. So they were talking about the history of this area where not only are they on this giant salt lake, this, you know, this building, this area is a giant salt lake, which water, salt, conductors, right? You know, salt water is a conductor. Also, there is a copper mine very nearby. Copper, a conductor, right? And the building had burned down three times and also flooded. It reminded me of the swamp castle in the Holy Grail. Like, they built a castle on the swamp. It fell, fell into the swamp. The second time they built the castle, it burned down, then fell into the swamp. But the third time, you know, you know, the, the whole bit. It was funny. Okay. So yes, it burned down three times and flooded and fell into the swamp or the Great Salt Lake. So they're standing there investigating and all of a sudden, Billy's like, hey, I see something up in that window. And it was a really high up window. Apparently this was like uh, this round window up on the third floor of the building. And he see- says he sees like this light up in the window and he said it seemed like it was lit, like it itself was illuminated, right? And he saw it go past the window. Well, thankfully, with his camera, he captured it. And it's really cool looking. At first, you're like, what am I looking at? But then they keep showing it. And you're like, yeah, you totally see this like bright figure go past the window. So what is it? They don't know. So they got, obviously have to go investigate up there. So they're talking to this manager guy named Brandon. And he says that he's had employees saying that they heard children laughing, but there's nobody there. And they're all like, have you heard about the water babies? And he's like, no, what could that be? So this guy hadn't even heard of him, but he's heard and his employees have heard children laughing in the facility and nobody is there. So now they're splitting up. Billy and Aaron go up to the third floor to check out that window. And when they get up there, they find the window and Billy starts to use the polter pod. And all of a sudden they get a voice and it sounds like, I don't know, it was a weird male voice. And at first they were like, it sounds like ghost adventures, which it kind of does after they said that, you know, then I can't not hear ghost adventures, <laughs> which is, you know, the problem. 
And then there's a woman's voice comes through and she says something smaller. Like they say, you get a fix or something. That's what they say. And Zach is like, I can't tell you what this, these voices are saying right now. So you, the listeners, tweet in or do something to let us know what you think the voices are saying, which is kind of fun. Although I'm watching this so far away from the premiere of this episode that I'm not even going to bother. Also, I couldn't really tell what it said. So since they said, the guy said Ghost Adventures, it sounded like Ghost Adventures to me. The second one, I couldn't even hear. So, I mean, it was like, Dalalo. you know, like, I don't know. I can't hear that. I don't know what they say. So I didn't uh, tweet in any speculation on my part. But if you watch the episode and you have an idea, send them a message or send me a message because I would like to know what you guys think. You know, that's why I'm always saying, like, send me an email, follow the show on Twitter, send a message, you know, tweet something at the show. I'd like to know you're out there. So, yeah, I always want to know what you're thinking, um, how you like the show, if you have any evidence, if you have any episodes you want me to talk about. Okay, so then, you know, Zach is still talking to the manager, Brandon, and he's saying that this land where this building is was also a Native American burial ground and now it's like the parking lot which you know bad things happen when you disrespect sacred land so no nothing is worse than a parking lot I mean parking lots are convenient don't get me wrong but they're also very ugly and they're full of cement and nothing really good except to park your car so if this was actually a Native American burial ground at some point that could cause lots of upset and lots of spirit activity so that was, that was just a little bit of information that Brandon threw down. So cut back to Aaron and Billy, who are up exploring up that third floor where that window was. So they're they're walking around, and all of a sudden, uh, Aaron is using his Polaroid camera. He's shooting into the catwalk that was on the third floor near the window. So he's shooting with a Polaroid, and he shoots several pictures in a row, and he sees like this mist that seems to come into frame and change from photo to photo. So he thought that was super interesting. Um, it just looked like a mist or even a reflection to me, but there would be nothing to reflect. So it's probably just a mist. So Aaron catches this weird mist on his Polaroid. And then Billy turns on the Polterpod again and asks, how many spirits are with us? And Polterpod says, Vincent. And that, if you remember, was the name of that paranormal investigator who got pushed on the stairs and knocked his skull on the floor very loudly. It was really kind of gross sounding. Um, so that was pretty cool. They were like, oh, my God, did it just say Vincent? Yeah, it totally sounded like it said Vincent. Um, Zach had asked Brandon, the manager, if he was around when this happened, when Vincent fell on the stairs and Brandon said yeah he was actually in the other room while they were investigating and he heard the sound he actually said he heard the sound of the guy's head hitting the floor he said it was so loud I could hear it from the other room it was really bad so this guy probably had a concussion all right now they start the lockdown I mean so much has already happened and they haven't even done the lockdown so they start the lockdown but before they go in to investigate on the lockdown Zach sends Jay off on his own little adventure. So he says, Jay, I want you to go to the shore of the Great Lake by yourself. It's pitch black out there, right? Pitch black. You can't see a single thing. He's like, take this wagon. It's got little off-road and wheels. And take it to the edge of the water. We got parabolic microphones for you. We got cameras. We got all this stuff for you. 
you go out there all by yourself in the pitch black and do some investigating. We'll be in the building, but I know it's really scary. It's really, really dangerous. So radio us if you need any help, right? So that was really nice, Zach, to send Jay off on a very dangerous mission. But he did seem like he was actually concerned and said, you know, don't forget to radio us if there's something bad happening. Okay, so Jay pulls his wagon off into the darkness and Zach, Aaron, and Billy go inside to start investigating. Immediately, they start hearing noises like everywhere, like noises like coming from here, coming from there. They start hearing this really loud, these really loud sounds that sound like footsteps. But then they were like, a, they, look, they sounded like footsteps like walking above them. But then Zach said, well, it could be the rafters in the building because it was really hot during the day and the sun was beating down on it, on the building. And then now it's really cold and the metal and wood, whatever can be um, contracting or con- yeah, contracting in the cold. So it could just be the sound of that. So I didn't want to like say for sure it was paranormal, it was footsteps or whatever. But the weird thing was when they got to the grand staircase, all the noises stopped which was super weird. It got real quiet. So they get to the grand stair- staircase and Zach starts to go up the stairs and he tells the spirits that he's not going to use the handrails. So if you need, if you want to push me, go ahead, push me, right? Because I'm not using the handrails. Is that provoking spirits? Maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit, maybe a little challenging, but he's going up the stairs. He's like, I'm not using the handrails. And then he gets to the top of the stairs and they're he- they start hearing things like, doors shutting you know other noises in the distance so the noises start coming up but it sounds they're different now it sounds like you know doors doors closing and other like sounds around where they are right Aaron hears a door shutting and Zach around the same time hears a breathy growl or snarl he says and he said it sounds like it's saying get out I heard, I tried to listen to it several times. I never heard get out. I mean, I couldn't even hear words, but like I'm saying, Zach is sitting, it's right there and it's happening to him. So maybe he heard get out. I just heard like a, you know, like a, you know, (laughs) exactly. And um, so I couldn't hear the words, but that's freaky, right? He's hearing this like snarly, growly, whispery voice say get out. I mean, I would like pee my pants right there, right? Or I would fall down the stairs out of just sheer terror. So Zach's been using his digital recorder to try to pick up EVPs, right? And so Zach is at the top of the stairs and he's like, I am, he's like recording and he says, I'm bracing myself right now. I'm like bracing myself with this foot, you know, so I'm really steady. And Billy says, and I'm holding onto the handrails, right? And then they go listen to the recorder and you can hear Zach say, I'm bracing myself with my foot or whatever and then you hear Billy say and I'm holding onto the handrail but between Zach saying I'm bracing myself with my foot and Billy saying the thing about the handrail you hear a really loud really clear man's voice say yeah like that yeah and they're listening back and they're like wait a second nobody said yeah and sure enough I went back to listen to to watch the scene a few times and yeah there's no Nobody says yeah. Like you can't hear a yeah from anyone. It's definitely not Billy. Definitely not Zach. Aaron is nowhere to be found. But you can't hear anyone say yeah. And it was really loud. So someone must have said it right into the recorder, right? So that was super freaky. I mean, that was an amazing piece of evidence. 
this voice just come out and say, yeah, when Zach says he's bracing himself. So super cool. But they don't get any other voices on the recorder. It's funny when they're playing back, you know, how they show them playing it back. So like Zach has, is holding up the recorder like close to his face so he can hear it. And when he hears the voice say, yeah, he like flinches, like jumps a little bit, which is like, oh, like such an amazing reaction. And then you get to see it obviously over and over again when they replay it. But I was just like, man, that must have scared Zach, like something awful. If he like jumped when he heard that voice. Yeah. You know, it was just kind of cool because, you know, the reactions are just as scary sometimes when they're hearing these things because it's happening to them. So, I mean, I'm freaked out. I'm watching it at home on my couch, you know, comfy, comfy. And they're like in this pitch black haunted building. And these voices are, you know, talking to them, saying things like get out and stuff like that. And there's the danger of being pushed down the stairs. I mean, it's really scary. So watching their reactions, being scared is part of the fun of it too. And like, you know, the danger of it. So all of a sudden, Billy starts to feel like when they hear, when they heard the yeah in, on the recorder, Billy says he starts to feel this static feeling under his hat. He's wearing a little ball cap. He says he hears, this feels the static feeling on his head under his hat. And then everyone like, Zach, Aaron, and Billy all starts to get real jumpy. They're like real jumpy. They're like, oh my God, what's happening now? You can tell they're getting freaked out. So it's getting pretty intense. So Zach is saying like all three of them are just too terrified to even move. Like they're so scared. They're like, we can't move, you know? And I totally really like, I can be like, oh my God, I get it. Why would you move when you're like paralyzed with fear? Right? So it's like super real how scared they are. Which, you know, after all this time, they still get really scared, which is amazing, which makes the show so awesome, which is why I love Ghost Adventures so much. You really get to see the guys doing their thing and really being authentic and genuine with the reactions, with the evidence they capture. And it's just a great show. Anyway, so Zach is finally like, all right, I'm going to get out the SLS camera. And, you know, that's my one of my favorite pieces of, of uh, equipment ever the SLS camera and Zach is using it. He's not seeing anything with the SLS, but he says all of a sudden he feels like he's being called back to the previous rooms, the dressing rooms where they were before. And he's like, I don't know guys. I just feel like something's calling me back there. So they head back down the stairs and I'm like, Oh my God, Zach, be really careful walking down those stairs, you know, cause he's like got the SLS and I'm like, just please watch where you're going. You know, he's fine. He, he makes it down the stairs. Everyone makes it down the stairs. It's, all, it's fine. It's fine breathe. So they go into this dressing room area and Zach is, has the SLS camera and he's filming and he's like turns to look at this camera or this mirror with his camera and he sees like this little ball of something fly by on the SLS, which is interesting because usually the SLS you can, you know, make it maps out something like a stick figure or something, but you can totally see this little ball of energy or something kind of swooshy slide by like you can it even has like a little trail but it's like mostly kind of roundish Zach says it looks like a floating head I don't know about that but it was freaky whatever it was I was like yeah that's something for sure so he captures that on the SLS so they're in this old green room you know where people get dressed and things ready for performances and apparently Marilyn Manson had been in that green room before and Aaron starts to get super uneasy 
Well, there are these like big transformers nearby, like these energizing, um, like power boxes, these transformers, and they're making this horrible buzzing noise. And Aaron's starting to get real uneasy. And he's like, I don't know if it's giving off energy, but I feel really weird. And I'm really sensitive to things like that. Like when I have, when there's electrical buzzings or engine motors, like idling or just, you know, like a bus or a plane where you can hear that engine sound. It makes me nauseous. If I've, I feel really weird. I don't like it. But especially if this is like a transformer where energy is being produced, that would make you feel really weird, right? Because it's an energy field coming off of this machine. So he's starting to feel really weird. Um, and then all of a sudden he says he feels like he got a needle poked under his eye, which sounds really pleasant. And then Zach is shooting Aaron with the SLS camera. And all of a sudden he catches this weird green figure that sort of shoots, that starts at the ground and shoots up through Aaron and is then just hovering over his head like a green stick figure person hanging over Aaron's head before it disappears. So it was super weird, super cool. It's SLS camera, stick figure. I love it. Can't get enough of it. And it's so amazing. So you see this green figure in the corner, it like shoots up through Aaron and hovers over his head for like a split second. So cool. So that was amazing. So we're, we cut back to Jay, who's over at the shore of the lake, and he's using the parabolic microphone. If you're unfamiliar with the parabolic mic, it's looks like a, like a satellite dish sort of thing. And if you ever watch football, you'll see it at the sidelines where they capture people's voices from far away on this parabolic microphone. So it looks like a little satellite dish with a, like, a microphone in there. So Jay is using that. He's just like shooting it out over the lake, over the water. And there shouldn't be anybody out there, right? It's pitch black. It's the middle of the lake in the middle of the night. And then all of a sudden he starts hearing this sound in the water. And at first you're like, oh, it's just waves lapping. You know, that's kind of like the water sound, like a plickety plick, you know, lappity lappity kind of sound. But then you think about it some more and like there's no other sounds of waves lapping. So it's not like, you know, when you go to a lake that has wave motion that you can hear the waves lapping like constantly. It's like super quiet. Then all of a sudden you hear this like water moving sound. And it almost sounds like someone swimming or you know, splashing around in the water for a little bit. And he's like, what the heck was that? You know, and it's clearly not just waves lapping because you don't hear any other waves lapping. And it's just like this short time where he hears this water moving sound where it actually sounds like something coming out and maybe splashing around in the water. Super freaky. So Zach, Aaron, cut back to Zach, Aaron and Billy who are up again on the third floor near that round window where they had caught that light figure walking by earlier. And Zach is using this device called the DASANC device. I had never heard of it. I don't know where it came from, but it's kind of like a spirit box. It doesn't make that thump, 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 thump sound that a spirit box usually does. It's pretty quiet, but voice it's a device to capture voices, just like a spirit box or the polter pod. So he's using this device and he asks if there's any spirits that want to talk to him. And he gets a voice that says, trying, like a woman's voice that says trying. And then he gets the same woman's voice coming through again, but it's something a little more faint that he can't make out what it is. But it's pretty cool that he gets the same woman's voice twice through this device. And then when Zach asks, do you want to talk to us? 
he gets a male's voice that says, how? Like really loud, really clear, says how? And he asks, do you want to talk to us? So that was pretty compelling. That seemed like an intelligent response to his question, right? So it wasn't just like a residual voice coming through or something like that. It was like, it seemed like something intelligent answering his question. So now Zach, Aaron, and Billy are hearing more noises. And Billy's like, all right, I'm going to go investigate. So he runs out the door to investigate. Zach and Aaron are still in the room with this device thingy going off. And Zach puts it up on this door frame. It's like the door to the catwalk or something. And they say it's pretty steady. I mean, it, it just, it's sitting there. It doesn't look like it's moving or anything. But all of a sudden, the device seems to just fall. It's almost like someone pushes it out of the door frame and in, like, into the room. It's hard to say whether that was paranormal or not. Even Zach was like, I can't really say whether that was paranormal or like, you know, gravity. Gravity's my worst enemy. Gravity and I don't get along. So I could see it just being like gravity taking like, oh, you know, this thing is slightly top heavy or whatever. I'm just going to toss it down on the ground. Awesome. So it could have been gravity or it could have been a spirit. Who knows? I didn't, I didn't, I can't feel the device. So I can't tell if it is top heavy, but it's got like the speaker on the top. And then it's like sitting on on this smaller base. So who knows? But they said it seemed like it got pushed off. So perhaps, perhaps it did. So then Billy's back and he's filming with the camera. He's got the camera on the tripod. And all of a sudden, either Zach or Aaron is filming Billy, filming. And it's great because you capture more evidence when you get people filming, other people filming. And they catch this mist-like anomaly that comes flying toward Billy and his camera, then it sort of spirals around the camera and and seems to grab onto the handle of the tripod. And if you look at it, it actually seems almost hand-shaped. So it's like this hand-shaped mist that flies towards Billy, swirls around, and grabs the handle of the tripod and then flies off. So that was pretty cool too, right? That was amazing. Whose hand was it? We don't know. So then Jay radios the guys. Hey, guys. I just saw something big pop out of the water. He was like, there's no fish in this lake, right? Because apparently they had verified ahead of time that that nothing lives in this lake except for these tiny little shrimp. Tiny little shrimp. But no fish, nothing lives in the lake. So all of a sudden, Jay says that he had seen something big seem to like pop out of the water and then disappear back in. And that might be kind of like the sound of what he heard on the parabellum mic, like something splashing in the water. That's what it sounded like. And it did not sound small. It was definitely not a tiny shrimp. So what he captured, he didn't actually catch any visual of it, unfortunately. So we didn't get to see this, but Jay had seen it with his own eyes. So that is pretty cool. So that was all the evidence in that episode, which was super fun and amazing. So we got disembodied voices. We got lots of noises, you know, maybe footsteps. We don't know. EVP captures. We got SLS camera evidence. We got mists. We got several different kinds of mists caught on Polaroid and on camera. We have those splashing sounds that Jay got. um, And he saw that figure. I mean, so much stuff. All these voices caught on different devices, heard with your own ear, like just disembodied voices you could hear with your own ear. I mean, it was pretty amazing. Plus the history of that building just alone is enough to freak you out, right? So 
it was cool. It was a, it was a great episode. I enjoyed it from beginning to end. And it was so nice to see the guys again and watch the show because I'd been missing it. And I was so happy to be back. And I am now so happy to be back recapping with you. So yay. So please, if you like the show, rate, like, review, subscribe, definitely subscribe, please. If you subscribe, then when I release a new episode, you'll automatically know, right? So that's the benefit of that. Because, you know, lately my publishing has been really sporadic. So I'm, I apologize for that. I'm hoping now that all my traveling, all this giant test I took is all out of the way. I can start to have some sort of regular normalcy in my life. I'm trying to get back into like an exercise routine, trying to get back into running on a more regular basis. So that's part of my hopes and dreams and wishes and wants. So yeah. So um, yeah. So thank you so much for listening. Send me an email at I love ghost adventures podcast at gmail.com or follow the show on Twitter at I love GAC podcast. That's I love GAC podcast. And um, yeah, let me know you're out there. Let me know what you like. What you, let me know what you want more of. Let me know any ideas for episodes you want me to recap. Um, I know there's a lot of stuff out there. It's almost Halloween. I know Zach has some sort of haunted museum special coming up but it looks really scary to me so I'm like hesitant to watch it just because it looks like lots of um like reenactment things are happening in there which are the things that terrify me the most which is why I like ghost adventures more than any other show because mostly it's just them investigating like real them doing things with their cameras and capturing evidence live there's not like scary demons and all these things that are you know, there's not a lot of reenactments of these scary things. You know, they have little bits and pieces here. Sometimes I have to cover my eyes for a second. But for the most part, it's just them telling the story and capturing evidence. So I don't know. I'm like a little freaked out about it. I don't know if I want to watch it. Of course I want to watch it because it's Zach. And it's a haunted museum or something. We'll see. We'll see. I'll report back. And let me know if you have if you've seen it or seen anything about it and you think it's really good and not super scary because I can only be sick, scared so much. Okay. Send me an email, follow the show on Twitter, um, and like rate review, subscribe to the podcast itself and share with your friends. So many of your friends I know must love ghost adventures too. So please share the show with them. Let them know it's out here and, you know, enjoy it together. We're all having fun together, aren't we? Yay. All right. Awesome. So this was episode 53 of the podcast, the I Love Ghost Adventures podcast. And again, I was your host, Lynn. And I guess I'll just talk at you later. All right. Bye-bye.